Eve. <laughs> so close. Ah, You were dreaming Eve. there for a minute, Bob. It's Thursday. It's a filler day before the weekend. We'll make the best of it. It's what we do. You are tuned to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Hey there. And it is 6.08, your time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories, Joe Biden. Oh, Brandon is so generous, isn't he? Yeah. He's working real hard. I mean, he's looking for an Mm. end run anyway to get around things like laws and the Constitution because he feels he has a personal mandate to pay off some college loans for some young folks. $1.2 billion. You know... Look, wow! Sure, this money's just laying around somewhere, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a big pile, and they shovel it into one thing. That oh, that's going to Ukraine, right? Shovel it in another uh, pile, and and then oh, look, we got a whole billion dollars left over. Yeah, no, what? we're thirty four trillion dollars in debt. But Joe Biden, he's going on a uh, little buying spree. It's called buying votes. Oh, shopping for votes. Huh? Yes. Okay, all right. This is going to get the younger people really excited about him. Yeah. Yeah, the younger people who know zero about economics and, you know, maybe uh, a balance sheet mm. and how that works. But, yeah, he's, uh, he'll, I'm sure he'll get some support for that, especially from those who benefit. I think it's probably going to have a backlash effect. Because it's it's not for everyone. No, it's not. So, you know, there's going to be some people that go, look, I actually worked hard to get a, an actual useful degree. I mm-hmm. am paying, you know, federal withholding taxes, et cetera, et cetera. You know, some of these other people got stupid degrees, haven't done anything with them, and now you're going to forgive them for their poor decisions at the expense of other taxpayers. See, that's the point. It's if it was coming out of Joe Biden's personal account, you know that you know. So what if it's paid in you know Chinese yuan? What do you mean, Bob? You're insinuating that it's not free. No, there's a price to pay. Mm, Look, okay. there's no government money. It's all taxpayer money. Right. So he's just making this decision out of the blue. This would get congressional approval. I'm going to spend 1.2 billion dollars of hard-earned taxpayer dollars. Uh, any way I want. In this case, I'm going to give it to a bunch of young people because they may or may not have been responsible with their loans. Huh. I they the may, Supreme Court said no. Huh. They did. He's well, looking for an end around. Interesting. And he's so desperate to get votes. Guess what I heard? Uh-oh. I heard that he might actually use uh, some presidential executive powers to perhaps... Or he make it look like he's making an attempt to secure the border? But I thought he said he needed the power and money from Congress to do anything like that. That is exactly what he said. And everybody else said, no, you don't. Just <laughs> go back to what Trump had uh, in place. Mm-hmm. We know one thing it would have done is people would have to wait in Mexico for their asylum hearings. And therefore, you wouldn't have the population that have come across the borders that is more than 37 states. Is that crazy? That's crazy. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry, 36 states. More illegal immigrants entered U.S. under Biden than population of 36 states. So he's going to make it 
look like, oh, yeah, I'm finally doing everything within my power to address the borders, but make no mistake about it. Congress failed on this. It's Congress's fault. I, I can already oh hear. Goodness. You know, the BS. I can hear it already. So frustrating. Yeah. Uh, locally, I guess you can call it locally, it's Florida. Six measles cases confirmed in Broward County. And uh, I'll let you know if that threat continues to grow. Keep an eye on that. I haven't thought about measles since we were kids. Uh, we took care of a lot of things that might be uh, popping back up again. Wow. So... And then now that now that every you know everything now we can't trust vaccines. Yeah. In general, scary. even though many of them, you know, may have been relatively safe, but yeah, because of what the government and the pharmaceutical companies did with the whole COVID thing, now there's a lot of people going, nah, I'm not no. I'd rather err on the side of taking my chances than Isn't that a shame that they've kind of ruined basically a whole mental concept of just going and get a shot for something and they won't effectively address people that have these long-term effects they they're they're not doing their due diligence you know trying to find out what happened how to treat it and being honest and transparent about it and you know both you know big pharma and Mm -hmm. and uh you know our government so-called leaders i'm not feeling i'm feeling led all right like by the nose maybe somewhere so Saturday is the South Carolina primary. Uh, Nikki Haley is uh, set to take quite a drubbing, it looks like, according to all the polls. Yeah. Will she drop out if that is the case, turns out to be the case? I don't know. I mean, she's talking like she's going to be in it for the long haul. Some of her people have said, well, you know, polling in, in some other states, she's actually doing well. And when they say doing well, they mean it's only a slight double digit <laughs> you know that she's losing by trump to uh-huh. not winning no at all no former republican presidential candidate ron desantis our great governor uh, governor said that there is no question that former president donald trump will have a massive victory over nikki haley in south carolina he made those remarks in the palmetto state where he was he's in south carolina on tuesday uh he dropped out of the race, as you know, in January. He took questions on the state of the race following his remarks at the South Carolina State House Senate Chamber, where he pushed his greater agenda of instilling congressional term limits. So that was his reason for being there, because we all kind of wondered, like, wow. Interesting timing. Yeah. 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 Um, he said, if you have a path, you have every right to be running uh, explaining that he never said certain people should not run, even though there were a lot of people uh, at 1%. But if the path isn't there, I think at what point is the purpose of this? And I think that would actually just be how everyone looks at it, he said. And then he began knocking Haley's strategy of attracting non-conservative voters in open primary states. This, what I didn't understand about her, is, and I still don't understand it, is we have a voter base in the Republican Party. I think if you look at the Iowa results, it's a good example. 85% of the registered Republicans voted for either Trump or me, effectively. So that's just a big conservative base, right? To try to appeal to people who aren't part of that base for a primary, I I don't understand that, the governor said, which I I totally agree. In a different article, um, he's, he's ruling out any kind of vice presidential situation. Okay. But... 
Okay. We've heard those kinds of things before. <laughs> yes. 616 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is Thursday, and we got some great guests lined up. It's a big old show. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned to 97.3 The Sky. border is wide open because biden wants to change the country six weeknights well, how do you fix that make it less white less christian on 97.3 the sky howdy howdy how y'all what's happening what's going on over here look at them tumbleweeds going by <laughs> <laughs> Good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday at 621. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. What are your top stories? Uh, Joe Biden has decided to give your taxpayer dollars uh, to pay off some student loans. Did you did you get a voice in any of that? Mm, no, probably not. No, definitely not. And the Constitution... Uh, doesn't really allow for it. In fact, the Supreme Court ruled on that. He's looking for a quote unquote workaround. Wow. You know, hey, wow. <laughs> fix the border. But it's not going to happen, is it? There actually is talk and whispers that Biden might use the executive authority to secure the border somewhat. And this is what's really interesting about it. Here we are, three years into his presidency, and he just remembered, ah, you know what? I opened the borders via executive order and repealing everything Trump had into place. I wonder if I couldn't just kind of reverse that and and kind of fix the border. Took him three years. Took him whining about Congress needs to address it and he needs more money to address it. But all of a sudden, as we get very close to an election that he's doing very, very poorly in the polls, ding, 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 all of a sudden, his memory, and we know he's an elderly man with memory problems, his memory then does kick in. He goes, what? Wait, I remember something about the border. My first day in office, there was that pipeline thing. I nixed that right away because I told that little girl I was going to kill the fossil fuel industry. And uh, oh my goodness. and then, um, <laughs> yeah, the whole border thing. Now I remember. Well, he's forgetful, Bob. Well, he is. He's, he's an elderly for, man very... with some memory yeah, issues. But he knows what's going on. All right. Um, another big local story has to do with Newberry trying to make their public schools public charter schools and what that all entails. And you might be interested because this might be a concept, if it works out, that other uh, municipalities might want to try to uh, to follow and to duplicate. So we'll have uh, Joel Searby on uh, to talk about this. And if you want to find information, go to yesnewberry.org. Right now, let's go to Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And Mark, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, uh, Greg and Bob. Um, yeah, regarding Biden on this $1.2 billion for like 153,000 students, I'm sorry, that is just pure bribery, no matter how you slice it. And I don't go around asking for other individuals to pay off my car loan. And borrowing money is a choice. So, sorry, uh, 
I'm not responsible for these uh, these people's loans, and uh, with that number I shared a, a few days ago, that's about four dollars per living American to uh, handle his little one point two billion dollar bill. It's, yeah, if that's yeah, if that's all we had mm-hmm. to handle, but we know it, it, each individual's tax bill is much higher than that. And uh, you said that you're not responsible for their loans. Joe Biden says, yes, you are. Well, <laughs> yes, you are, because thanks, he's taken our money to pay off those student loans. Davis Kingsville, Chevrolet Skylines, this time, Phil, you're on the air. You know, it, I hope Joe studied the demographics of the students who are receiving the debt payoff. If they're not in Michigan, if they're not in Pennsylvania, if they're not in Minnesota, that's not going to be worth anything. Especially also if he's paying off debts to students in New York and California and Massachusetts and Rhode Island and Delaware, he's throwing his money away. I hope he's smarter than that. Well, he's not smart at all to even think about engaging in this kind of program. I think the the blowback will be pretty strong. It's like, uh, wait a second. People are struggling to put food on the table. I saw a thing where people are spending a greater percentage of their income for food, the greatest since the Gulf War started, what, back in 1991? Wow. Yeah. People are spending, Mm. on average, 11.2% of their income on food. And this is after grocers and other grocery stores and others have said that um, people are spending a lot less. But even spending a lot less, you're still up to those highest spending hmm. levels. And you're going to tell those people that are struggling to put food on the table that, oh, yeah, hey, uh, thanks for paying off this, uh, you know, this, this kid's student loan. Hey, yeah, it's, um, it's enough to irritate you. Yeah, it is. That, um, that attorney general in New York, Letitia James. Uh, speaking of everything. Does she not get under your skin? There is just no. a real nastiness mm-hmm. to her. I'm sorry. I, I, I'll describe it that way. That'll keep it simple. Uh, but anyway, uh, one of Trump's lawyers, Alina Haba, oh, yeah. uh, she's been uh, on a couple of programs. I saw her on Fox. She also was uh, you know, with Breitbart. And she said she's going to thoughtfully and methodically respond to the ruling in New York's fraud case against former President Donald Trump, stating that it is going to be on appeal, and you can read it and weep. And, <laughs> wow. And, 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 yeah, and she was asked some, some good questions I saw on the, on the Fox interview, and she said, look, I'm not going to give away, you know, what our strategy is going to be. We've got some great people on our team, and, you know, we're not going to do... You know the other folks any favors? We're gonna we're not gonna make it easy on them at all. And at the end of the day, like she said, you can read it and weep. And she said she'll be inviting people to, you know, check it out when it comes to their defense in the appeals court. Interesting. And just how obvious it is that this is clearly politically motivated, and that the fine is clearly unreasonable. So that's contained within the Eighth Amendment. But Constitution be damned, I tell you. We got to get rid of that Trump guy. That's unfortunately how way too many Democrats feel. 628 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Uh, More on Trump. Marco Rubio uh, sent a notice to Joe Biden along with some other GOPers. 
I'll tell you what that's all about coming up on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. We executed our constitutional duty impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. It's now time for the Senate to do its duty. The allegations are false. As it happens. Failure to support Ukraine this critical moment will never be forgotten. The bill was never really about securing our border, but about securing another's country's border. The news station. Inflation. Prices are still too high. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Stay on top. News here in Florida. At the top. I turn on the sky. Boom. News. News. At the top. Every hour. News that affects my life. When I need it. My news. Sky News. The news station. News Talk. 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It's almost Friday. Yeah, that's the good news. We call it Thursday. <laughs> the place keeper. I love it. Happy Thursday, six thirty-eight. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Uh, local, big local story is Newberry wanting to separate their public schools um, and call them charter public schools. And what does that entail? What is the benefits? We're going to ask that of uh, Joel Serby, who's going to join us in the nine o'clock hour. So stick around for that. Also want to remind you, if there's any openings for the Bob Rose Golf Scramble, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to be gone after today. If you haven't got in already, uh, arcalachua.org. That's arcalachua.org for the 26th annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble. That's Friday, April the 5th at Hawkstone. Thanks to Infotech and Southeast Car Agency. And there still may be opportunities if you'd like to volunteer out there. It's a 1230 tea time. And they're going to feed everybody associated with this tournament very, very well. Um, so uh, if you want to get involved, if you want to golf, or if you want to volunteer, don't put it off any longer because they're going to zip it up tight. I think they were limiting it to about 100 um, golfers. And that, that way it moves along. It really does. That's and fun. it has historically. And everybody's always really enjoyed it. And it's for the best of causes. So uh, ARC. Alachua.org. Thanks for your continued support on that. It's been extremely, extremely successful. Okay. I I get it that the Democrats are desperate as we come closer Mm -hmm. to the 2024 election in November. I mean, time is flying. We're we're just about out of February already. What do we got? March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Uh, and then there's the election. So really, yeah. you're eight months and counting. Does that even seem possible? In some ways, yes, because we've been kind of well, talking about it yeah, to true. some extent. But yeah, and you'll be surprised how fast these eight months will go, too, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So yes, the Democrats, as we've already noted many times over, very, very desperate. They all pull out all the stops. And then you got the House Minority Leader, Hakeem Jeffries, uh-huh. who... What a mess. Look, I'm not a fan of Democrats anyway, but he's another one of those people that really can get under your skin. If there's more going on there than just, oh, you know, they're the opposition or whatever. There's more there, and it's it's ugly, frankly, all right? And so here's the new one, right? Uh, Hakeem Jeffries was on The View... Oh, no, that's not a friendly forum for him. Yeah, right. And uh, he said Donald Trump views himself as a Putin-esque. 
Putin-esque dictatorial figure. So they're trying to get the authoritarian, dic- uh, you know, dictatorial. He's a dictator. He loves Putin. That's that's the that's the yarn they're trying to spin. That's that's one of their um, little tales that they're trying to tell. You know, and the sad part about it is there must be some level of effectiveness because this is the kind of lies and ridiculousness that they've engaged in, and somehow they were able to pull off a win last time. I know there was more at work probably than raw propaganda. <clears throat> Remember, I am Bob Rose, election denier. That, that's true. Yeah. There is that. I, I'm, I'm in recovery for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I just hope the election process has seen some level of recovery. Well, because you don't want to be reinfected. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the Biden virus. (laughs) Yeah, I I just, again, it's just over the top. I I just don't, I don't have any patience for the ridiculousness that that these people, how they try to position Donald Trump. It's sad. And the extent they'll go to. To persecute and prosecute him. I guess that they're the same terms. When it's Democrats attacking Donald Trump, it's it's persecution, prosecution. All right. So you got that. You got that going on. We're going to have Carl Zalek, Marion County Commissioner. He's going to be on at eight oh five, and I, I invite you to tune in. He's going to have a a story that he will tell that'll pull at your heartstrings and, and tug at you a little bit about. Uh, you know, a recent loss, a loss in the community without giving it all away. So you want to tune in for that. All right. What else is going on? Lindell Mays, the man who allegedly fired the first shot in the February 15th Chiefs parade shootout, mm-hmm. says he was, quote unquote, just being stupid. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's a subtle way of putting it. Wow. I mean, it kind of cuts to the chase. Yeah. What were you thinking? I was just being stupid. Yes, you were. Uh, Breitbart noted that two adults were charged Tuesday in connection with the Chiefs Parade shootout. Mays was one of the two. Dominic Miller was the other. Associated Press pointed out that there was a dispute. Uh, Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters Baker said that following the dispute, Mays allegedly pulled his handgun first almost immediately. The New York Post reported that court documents indicated Mays allegedly pulled his gun. He started to chase an unknown individual who appeared unarmed and shot at him, resulting oh in others drawing their guns. Wow. Moreover, court documents indicate Mays allegedly admitted to police that he pulled his gun first and began shooting first, even though he was in a crowded area and there were throngs of kids. And then when law enforcement asked him uh, why he advanced with them to begin with he replied stupid man just pulled a gun out and started shooting yeah. i should have done that just being stupid hmm well acknowledgement is the first step there you go wow willie nelson in the news kind of it's actually his son hmm. yeah it's a crime story oh. uh, and they just unfortunately keep on coming these days thanks brandon yeah
6.45 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. And don't forget, you can follow the sky. Never miss a minute of the show with just one click. TheSky973.com slash follow or download the Odyssey app. You'll get the Bob Rose Show podcast and every minute of the show as well. Happy Thursday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Show. There are really two issues that every Republican can unite on. Afternoons at three. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3, the sky. Got to pump it up as we get closer to the weekend. Happy Thursday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. And hey, make sure you get the uh, Bob Rose Show on your Alexa First thing in the morning, you can catch up on the latest news. So when you rise and shine, just tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. That's easy enough, right? Lots of things going on. Top story, Biden using our taxpayer dollars to try to pay student loans. He's working uh, uh, at an end run to get around uh, the Supreme Court. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Also... A Florida public school district has confirmed its sixth case of measles as health officials warn of an outbreak. Broward County, that's Fort Lauderdale area, uh, their public schools officials announced that this is the latest case uh, that came out of Manatee Bay Elementary on Tuesday, just days after the Florida Department of Health confirmed Friday that another student at the same school was the first to test positive. According to the superintendent, it's fine for children to come to school if they're vaccinated. It's safe. It's safe for your ch- if your child is vaccinated. He added that any major decision regarding school closures would be made by state health officials. We are not allowed to keep children from coming to school, but if the state feels it's in the best interest, they'll deem that as a state emergency for the school. We expect to receive further guidance from the Florida Department of Health and will continue to keep the school and its families updated with the latest information. Mm. Over the weekend, the district took further preventive measures by conducting a deep cleaning of the school's premises and replacing its air filters. Uh, The CDC uh, said that a total of 20 measles cases has been reported by 11 jurisdictions as of February 15th. Arizona, California, Georgia, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, New Jersey, New York City, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. It does not include the recent outbreak in Florida schools. Um, Yeah. And (laughs) let's, uh, let's examine measles. We thought we took care of that. How could it be coming back? (gasps) Uh No way. What? Could it have to do with all of these millions of people that Joe Biden has invited into our country over the last three years? Could that be a possibility? Well, I'm sure they're all being checked at the border for, you know, COVID, measles, bumps, those kind of things, I'm sure. No, not so much. No, remember, when all of us were being forced to vax for COVID, they were not. When those of us have to produce valid identification to get on a plane, they have their own separate line. That allows them to proceed without proper identification. And it goes on and on. So these are the countries uh, that are hit with the most measles cases over the last uh, six months. 
Yemen, over 18,000. Wow. Azerbaijan, 13,000. Kazakhstan, 13,000. India, 12,000. Ethiopia, 10,000. Hmm. And where are immigrants coming from? All over the world, including and not limited to those countries. So you have to ask, well, what else is coming in? I mean, it's only, what, 7.2 million people since Joe's been in office. I mean, you know, I mean, you're going to have somebody that's sick in there somewhere. I reported a long time ago. I can't even tell you how many years ago it was. Uh, you know, it was at least five or six years, I believe. Okay. They caught some Chinese nationals that were taking pictures of the naval base in yeah. Key West. Right. They were in a restricted area. That's just one anecdotal story. But I remember at the time saying, look, China is competing with us, and that's a soft term, um, but they'll do anything to beat us. So they're not a fair competitor. We're not on an equal playing field at all, and they don't see that anything wrong with that. They have their plan. They're going to pursue it, and they're patient. They're patient. So if you've got literally tens of thousands of Chinese nationals crossing the border, and we already know people that have been here will do the work of the Communist Party when called upon. Do you know why? If they don't, their family members back in China could be harmed. They know that. This is a fact. This is not a scare tactic or anything else. So you've got tens of thousands coming over here. Now, are they going to overnight form a gang and start going house to house? No, I, I don't think so. No, I think it's much more likely that they'll get jobs. That they'll adopt and adjust to an American lifestyle in many ways. And for the most part, maybe even be very law-abiding. Until they get the call. Mm. Then they'll already be entrenched. How much damage could you do in your workplace that would hurt your company? What if you work in the food sector? What if you work in the water purification sector for a municipality? You see where I'm going with that? These are national security issues. We've got to get that policy changed, and the only way is to get rid of Biden. More to come on 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there. I'm just very happy to hear you give everyone the truth. I am so happy. I, I can just scream. Sad. I'm very sad the way this country is going. I'm more heartbroken than anything else. Angry. It's just ridiculous, and it makes us so angry. I'm just trying to figure out when did we start listening to these freaking weirdos like this? No matter the emotion. That's how I feel, and I, I don't know what to do and how we fight back. Talk about it here on The Sky. For me, it's really important. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. 